welcome to Mental Health is Wealth. I am your host, Antoine Wilbon. I am the CEO of Archangel Services. And you say, what is Archangel Services? Archangel Services is a community mental health center, and we provide therapy services for predominantly foster children and their families, but we also take outside individuals also outside of the system. We have been around since 2004, and we are located in Chicago, Illinois, Indianapolis, Detroit, Columbus, Ohio, St. Louis, Atlanta, and Dallas. And currently, we are serving close to 450 children a week and their families. And I wanted to talk today about what our podcast was about. It's about quiet quitting and how that has affected small businesses or businesses in general and how it looks with the individuals who are in that position of of just not feeling fulfilled in their positions on their jobs. And I want to start and talk about the actual individual, the employee, and how they feel and from their perspective and from my vantage point. And me being the employer, I would like to say I can try to narrate what I've seen in the past two years since COVID of how quiet quitting has affected our company at Archangel and how I've seen people just not being fulfilled or trying to figure things out. I think COVID shocked a lot of people because things were taken from them. They were pushed and also things were given to them also to them and us in general is that we were able to spend more time with our families. Some people were given employment stimulus and where they had the kind of like advanced unemployment where they got extra money. And some people, they weren't even making that kind of money. So they got the actual money coming in and then they were able to spend time with their families. And then some people who for their entire life, they had been commuting to their jobs on the highway, on the trains, all day, every day, five days a week, sometimes seven days a week, where they're just going to work, travel up to 30 to 45 minutes to an hour, back and forth, two hours a day at the most, come and go into a job. And when they everything halted and everyone was forced to stay home, people were working from home and they realized that how much time they were spending in a vehicle on public transportation and how those things affected their lives. And I think that COVID allow people to see the world in a different way is that why am I doing this and what's the purpose of of me doing this? And I was reading an article on Forbes.com and here's an excerpt that I I read and it says, you see underneath the trend we've been calling the great resignation, people leaving employers for new opportunities and what we've called now quiet quitting or the withdrawal of emotional engagement and striving is a trend that has been around forever. That is the tendency of humans to behave predictably based on their basic and universal need to strive and thrive. The pandemic set off a chain of events that resulted in the current outbreak of human behavior. But this behavior will continue even if it shows up in new ways or trends. If we as business leaders fool ourselves into believing the crisis in the past, just because this behavior isn't showing up in the way that it is now, it will be 
like believing a bone is mended just because the patient is no longer screaming in pain. Now, what I got from that excerpt from Forbes is that COVID brought to surface of individuals feeling unfulfilled or not being valued on a, in a position or in a job. And so I think that being at home, like I said, and being with your family, but also having income coming in made people say, what is the true essence of life? First of all, we've never had a worldwide pandemic in my era, in my lifetime that I've ever seen since the back in the day when they had plagues. But the world stopped. And I think when the world stopped, everyone was able to look around and say, what is the purpose of this? Why am I going to this place? Why am I seeking money? And what's going on? And I think that that was the wake up call for a lot of people, even myself included, is that I started to value my time. I started to value my family more and I started to value my resources in a different way. So it's like, do I really need all of this money or do I need all this debt? What do I need to do to get back to a point where I can live on less or if I have a decent amount of money coming in, how can I live off of this and still have a happy life and have more time for the things that I want to do? That's what I got from that excerpt. May not be the total thing, but I got that from that. And here's another excerpt here. In a workplace where one or more of these needs is not being met, it is inevitable that there will be some dysfunction, disengagement, and turnover even in the best of times. But in a global crisis, one which had a direct and dramatic impact on business activities and opportunities, the natural outcome of unmet human needs combined with heightened uncertainty, emotional exhaustion, and overextended personal resources caused already weakened support structures to go critical. The result of chain events looked like this. Star players who were confident in their value, but didn't feel they were considered valuable in their current position, simply quit. They said loud and clear, I believe I have more value somewhere else. That created a void in many organizations. So others who were maybe less confident in their value, but who also felt unconsidered in their current role and who crave that feeling of being considered as valuable just as much, quickly jumped up to fill those voids. A game of musical chairs ensued in which some players opted out of the workplace entirely and chose to create companies, turn freelance, or go back to school. Many of those people who went to new opportunities soon realized they'd simply traded one place of feeling unconsidered for a new place of feeling pretty much the same. This feeling of disillusionment was also reflected in those people who weren't feeling valued, but who didn't quit out loud. And naturally, they distanced themselves from the emotional burnt of discontent by limiting their investment in their work. We call that quiet quitting. The personal side is what I really wanted to look at is that people are looking at money versus time and they're saying, is my time worth this? And I think a, a lot of times that 
people are starting to realize that when they spend time with their children, they start seeing things about their children. They're starting to see things about their relationships or they're saying, you know what? I always wanted to have a garden or I always wanted to do this activity, sports, or I wanted to get back in shape or I want to do this. And COVID allowed people to have downtime to spend time doing the things that they've always wanted to get to, clean out the garage or do a weekly Zoom meeting with my family. And I think that people got to connect and see things differently. And I think the biggest thing that people, and I think moving forward should also prepare for is that there's one thing that I think on a personal side is that everyone should have a six to 12 month emergency fund. You may have to work an extra job, but you may have to get an emergency fund up and running. Some people need to maybe follow the Dave Ramsey approach, but you also have to have your finances together or on its way to getting together because I think that caused a lot of strain on people also. The other piece is that if you have a goal that you want to work on, do small steps. Work on those things on a small step so you can feel fulfilled outside of your career. Because sometimes it's not for the career itself to fulfill you. I think personal fulfillment carries over to your actual career. And that is a piece that that reduces depression, feelings of loss, because you're being fulfilled. And an actual job or career shouldn't just be the only thing that fulfills you. You should be fulfilled as a person. And then it makes your career better. You look at your career differently. Myself, is that when I learned that I could actually go from Archangel Services and turn it into a company that people can come and work, we can service people, is that I had a job. In that job, I was trying my best to be the best employee I could, but I was also trying to be the best person I could. And in that, I found out that I could actually do something that's slightly different, but the same that could fulfill me. But I was working on being happy, working on being fulfilled. And even if I wasn't working on like I'm happy, I'm just working on being in a place of peace. Because sometimes you're not always happy, but you're not always sad. It's just being in peace. And peace is working on something that you want to work on. And I think that would be great for people to do moving forward to get that feeling of, oh, I got to go to work. I got to do this. And you don't want to do it, but then it shows up in your work. I know people have said this to me in passing or I talk is that post-COVID, customer service has not been the greatest. People aren't being excellent like they used to be, unless you're going to a higher end place where you're paying a little bit more money, you get a little bit better service. But I think for the most part, people have noticed service has gone down a little bit in terms of people being happy with their jobs. And I think that's the part that I think we should look at in terms of like being happy or content with self and working on personal goals and then letting it carry over to whatever you do as a profession. Now, on the business side, It has affected companies a lot, even myself noticing that people that come and work for Archangel Services, and and right now I think we have close to 50 odd therapists working with us, not including management, is that we had a high turnover post-COVID. Like we would hire someone, we would train them, we would give them a caseload, they would start working, and then they'd be like, you know what, I don't like this, or it doesn't work for me. Then they would just quit. They wouldn't give us the 30-day notice, they would just quit. They would thank us for the opportunity and they would quit. And then we would have to fill that position again. But we also had to transfer those clients over to a new therapist. And that happened, I want to say maybe 
like the end of 2020, it started to happen more so. People were also not wanting to work with us because it was affecting their enhanced unemployment. And I noticed that I'm like, well, what happened to the actual desire to work for money? And that part got stripped from people and the people stopped hunting for prosperity. They were given prosperity. And so that part I noticed was really bad during 2021. It has slowed down with us more in 2022 because what we do, we started to screen people a little more. We started to actually talk to them more about what they really wanted in their personal lives and what was their financial outlook? What did they want to make? What did they want to do? And how do they see themselves? I noticed that when I started to have monthly all staff meetings through Zoom with the team, and I would not just, I wouldn't talk about punitive things or like, hey, we need to do this, need to do that. I would talk about things about entrepreneurship, dreaming, using your imagination with hard work. I would talk about those things in the all staff meetings. And then I would let the managers talk about the managerial pieces because I think being punitive as a leader is not good, especially when you're trying to get people to stay at your company. So those are things that I noticed, but I noticed that morale is so important now. And I think also finding out what people want and not just saying, do this. Some people may just want to work from home. Some people may want to come to the office and have a split schedule where they spend some time at home, sometimes at work. But that's something I think all companies need to look into. And I think also being more personable with people in terms of trying to figure out what do they want as a person and then trying to fuse that with the actual position. You may not be able to touch all those things, but I think also that would help. And I know one thing that helped me tremendously was during that post period of COVID, once we were able to like start coming out again, I went and got a business life coach, Linda Bachman. She was really good for me is that she helped me organize what I wanted as a person and what I should do for the business. And I think that allowed us to almost double or triple our income as a business. And it allowed us to be able to start projecting what we want to do in terms of opening other offices in other cities, how we want to be able to build our infrastructure, and how are we melding technology with social service. And that was a big helper doing that. But I always say, like, if people want to figure out what they want to do is to hire a life coach. You don't necessarily have to get a therapist, but you can get a life coach and someone who is surrounded around business or career, or they can do personal and career together and come up with a plan and like take baby steps, always do a little bit at a time, you know? So those are things that I noticed for personal and business as it relates to quiet quitting. But I always say when someone's in a position and you notice that they're not engaged or they seem unhappy Don't just walk past them and say that's their personality. Try to get to know them and find out where they're at and try to support their position, but also try to make a connection with happiness, peace, and how they're working in their position. Because we can't keep quitting jobs. Businesses can't have employees not wanting to be engaged. I think we have to look at all of this in a whole different fashion. I definitely will continue to work with Archangel Services on how we connect with 
our therapists, our managers, and our clients, and then also our customers in terms of the businesses that we contract with, the schools, the hospitals, the state agencies, on how we connect with them to build these relationships. So it's not just so task-oriented or you do this, I give you paycheck. It should be more or less like, how do we build good relationships so that we can also not just help the actual client, but how can we help each other be happy in this profession that we're working? So I want them to take a look at that. If you get a chance, please visit archangelservices.info for information on Archangel Services. But I want everyone to think about quiet quitting and, and how that affects the business and how, how it affects the actual employee. I want to thank you for joining the podcast, Quiet Quitting. Have a great listening adventure with this podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you.